Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Stacy, Devin, how are you? Well, you know what? I'm great because officially at this, well, a couple hours ago, I am on vacation. So yes. An actual vacation, like not a working vacation. <laughs> not not a, I'm like, going to the beach, but I'm actually going to work the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> and, and not a just a long weekend. I am talking week long vacation with Woo! no work. Woo! Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Where are you going for your uh, week long vacation? <laughs> hmm, well... <laughs> I thought we would wander on down to the sunny city of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Woo! <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so excited. We haven't been since like mid-October or end of October because it was Halloween. So yeah, that's yeah, true. It's been a long time. Oh my so gosh, that's true. Excited. I don't know why I thought you were here sooner than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than that, but I guess that's true. Yeah. Oh I know. man, it's been yes. too long. Agreed. So that's exciting. That is exciting. Um, Awesome. Well, what are you drinking on your first first night of vacation? (laughs) Well, I think you'll be shocked when I tell you what I'm drinking. Okay. I am drinking an (gasps) old-fashioned. What? I know. (laughs) I know. Is it from is it from your uh, from your box? Yes. Yeah. I was just about to say, I'm not usually a whiskey drinker. Um, I'm kind of getting into it a little more just because, like, every time I make James a drink, I take a little sip, and I think I'm just kind of getting used to it a little more. Uh huh. Um, but this month's Shaker and Spoon box is uh, <laughs> sponsored is by Shaker and Spoon. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we wish. I, w- I wish. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, uh, it's uh, specifically rye whiskey this uh, month. And um, nice. so uh, this recipe is an old-fashioned. And it's actually pretty smooth, but I think it's kind of smooth because they have this winter spice syrup in it that kind of has, um, it has like cinnamon and cardamom. And I think it kind of almost tastes like apple cidery. Okay. Um, the, the, um, the syrup does. Um, so yeah, so it's a little, a little spin on an old fashioned. I think probably makes it a little more drinkable to those that don't normally drink whiskey. Huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is this the all eyes on rye box? Yes, box? it is. All right. And this is, well, this is technically called the homestead old fashioned. This one in particular. Ah, yes. Recipe. Yes. Well, I will, uh, I put the slink in show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every month, just automatically put a shaker and spoon link in there. Well, to be fair, I link it to the specific box, so I'm oh, like, good. this okay. is the box that, that we are looking at, or that yeah. uh, Stacey's drinking this, this month. Well, and I'll give you a sneak <laughs> peek into next uh, month, because I'm excited about this one. So it is a vodka box, but it's specifically, they've somehow paired them with teas. Ooh, that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah, so it's going to be, yeah tea and vodka flavored cocktails so uh, I like it. I like you know it. we for our love of tea so yes yes I'm excited yes about that combination very good <laughs> i've been very impressed awesome. this is the i think our fourth uh shaker and spoon box and i have been very impressed with their boxes each month yeah if i um if i if if thomas would drink more mixed drinks with me um yeah we would probably this would be something we would try out 
just to experiment. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's very much a drink everything straight. <laughs> How boring. I mean, he, he would he would say he's a purist, but I say he's boring. <laughs> I'll let him know you said that too. <laughs> Can you wait until after we leave Knoxville? Okay. Yes, I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> like, by the way, yeah, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but I did want to. Oh, what am I drinking? I guess I should. Yeah. What are first. you drinking? Um. So I, uh, Thomas, had to go and get some things out of his office, which meant he was close to total wine. Um, so he did a oh, his actual office, his, yes, his physical. his physical office. He went there when yeah. nobody else was there today to like clean it out because he's never mm-hmm. going back. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'm sure then. he'll go back for like, you know, meetings, meetings and stuff. Yeah. But he's yeah. going to be a remote worker. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but he's, his, his, his office, God, I'm having such a hard time talking today. His <laughs> office is on the West side of Knoxville, which is like an hour away from us yeah um and uh so that's also where total wine is so but he did a pickup there and i got myself some schultz brow uh munich style dunkel so oh. that is what i am drinking <laughs> i think dunkles are my favorite mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they have a good one but you know they have a good beer garden too so i'm thinking after my second shot i'm gonna go down to the schultz brow beer mm-hmm. garden and get myself mm-hmm. some good german food and some good german beer so yeah and they i don't know if they still do but they used to have like a family friendly movie mm-hmm. night in the beer garden so yeah i don't know if they do that now because of covid but um mm-hmm. but it, they still like they had you could bring your kids and it was perfectly fine like there was a good yeah like i think the first time i went there kai was a baby and i brought her with me like yeah yeah <laughs> But it's meant to be a family atmosphere. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, so I will, that's, I'm very excited about that. Um, but I did want to also just take a moment at the very beginning of our show to Mm -hmm. (laughs) recognize we talk all the time and, you know, I think we've talked before about the fact that this podcast started as just like a conversation between me and Stacey every single week and we uh you know are very excited that we have listeners but i think sometimes i forget that we do um <laughs> you, you think it's just us talking yeah yeah no, just, just like oh, we're just for... we're just chatting and recording it for you know for the yeah. whatever for the yeah. heck of it um yeah. but we do we do have awesome listeners out there and i just wanted to take a minute to recognize and appreciate the listeners that are out there um and you are welcome to send us comments or Uh, send us emails. You can find our Facebook uh, page at facebook.com slash weekly buddy time. Or you could also send us an email at weekly buddy time at gmail.com. I have not checked that email (laughs) (laughs) for four months. Um, I just checked it today and realized that I had missed a couple emails. Um, Yeah. uh, So, but I'll do a better job. I promise. Uh, I may even set up auto forwardings i guess yeah you <laughs> actually do. I say, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you could probably do that or you might even be able to get notified like set it up to where it just notifies you like, yeah whatever so, i don't know something yeah but the auto forwarding sounds like a good idea something like it has to yeah. anyway but yeah yes please let us know uh if you have any ideas or any comments or um you know just want to let us know you're listening and we appreciate you so that's all yeah. i'm gonna say 
Well, you That's know, all um, I wanted to say. <laughs> all right. Well, good job and thank you. And <laughs> it could never be said that we aren't transparent on this show because we just told our listeners that we haven't <laughs> read their emails in four months. But you know what? We found them. And we will respond in a timely manner now, starting now. <laughs> right, right. Starting so, today. We're, um, we're nothing but transparent. That's for sure. I uh, So the email came from uh, my friend Jill, our friend Jill, um, mm-hmm. who <laughs> sent us some really good information, which we'll actually talk about on the show a little bit later. But uh, when I responded to her, I was just like, you know, this was like the perfect timing for me <laughs> to have this information. So even though <laughs> yeah, it's like... Four months later, I'm just going to pretend like I'm Gandalf and I'm just opening your email at the exact time that I needed to open it. That's right. The universe <laughs> made it so. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, the fates, the fates are at work. Yes, um, that's right. Or something. Anyway. Or something. <laughs> uh, but so it is April 2nd, it is. Uh, 2021. This recording. The time of this recording. Yes. It will actually be April 6th. When everyone else is listening to it. But uh, beginning of April. So we need to kind of review how we did with our mm-hmm. with our goals and our focus. Foci? Focusy? Focus? Mm. Foci? Focuses. Foci. I like foci. 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 Back um, <laughs> in March. Um, and then figure out what we're going to do for April. So right. ta-da. Um, so do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What, how do we want to, you um, know? Yeah dissect sure. dissect this pig <laughs> dissect this pig um yes I, I can go first i'll uh no i'm not even gonna i was gonna be like i'll chop its leg off or something but no that's not i love animals um okay so um march uh my focus for march was um to do at least two cardio exercises every week uh-huh um, and that was because, um, you know, it was getting warmer and I wanted to be able to, you know, be in shape to run again or whatever. And right. so my options were either run or bike. Those were the two because I felt like hit workouts weren't quite, yes, they get you breathing hard, but I don't, I guess they're not sustained like the cardio I normally do. And I'm looking for like endurance style. Cardio. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, that's what I did. And I would like to get, oh, and first I was. Well, okay, so I was kind of <laughs> successful. <laughs> I had one little uh, blip, and that was when the very first week, and that was when I was at the beach. Um, yeah. I, for some reason, I couldn't run the second. Of course, I didn't have my bike there at the beach, obviously. Um, and, oh, it rained. That's what it was. It rained, uh, and I, um, the path where I was running was a sandy dirt path and so Ew. i couldn't yeah i couldn't go <laughs> running that at least not and still have my shoes or whatever you know so right um so that week i ended up doing two hit workouts in place so i did one run plus two hits so i thought well okay if i can't at least do my normal run or bike i'll do two hits as an equivalent to one of those um, right right and so that's how i kind of did that but otherwise i managed to either run or do a bike every single week um and let me just tell you about my progress. Okay. Yes, please. So, please, too. <laughs> thank you. Um, my last 
three mile run. So t- traditionally, that's just what I run is just three miles. Uh, I don't know why. I guess because I got in the habit of running five Ks and then I just was like got stuck there. I mean, <laughs> not that I haven't ran more. I've ran a couple 10 Ks and we ran the half marathon. So I've definitely right. ran more in my life. But three I miles. Used to, is I, just, used to, I used to run five Ks. <laughs> You did. You even you ran a half marathon. I I did run a half marathon, and I would you wear do it again. ridiculous look ridiculous clothes. <laughs> Never ever run. <laughs> they were they were. I think they were meant to be chaotic, but you actually had coordinated them. Like they all actually match perfectly. But you're like, look at my outfit. It's so chaotic, and I'm like, well, yes, but it's also it's an organized coordinated. chaos. Like all yes. of my life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, um, the, let's see, what was I going to say? Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. So just for some perspective, my last three mile run was, um, in December 4th, December 4th. That was okay. the last time I ran. And then after that, that's when it got snowy and icy and all that jazz. So at that point, my average for the three miles was a 10 minute and 45 second average per mile. So 10 minutes, 45 seconds, or 44 seconds. Okay. Um, so there was a, but then, oh, okay. So we had bought the bike during Black Friday. So that's the end of um, November, obviously. And um, so I pretty much picked up right from when I stopped running. I think there might have been a week or two where I didn't do the bike, but then I pretty much started doing the bike. And I mostly did it once a week, maybe not every single week, but mostly once a week. So... My first run since December was March 4th, and that was the start of this focus, and that was when we were in Florida. Okay. Um, so, uh, luckily, it, Florida is also very flat. So Yay! <laughs> it, it wasn't hard to go from here, which is flat, to Florida, which is flat. But yeah. obviously, it was a little warmer, which my body wasn't quite used to yet. But um, at that time, my average for the three miles was 10 minutes and 55 seconds, um, which is 10 seconds per mile slower but i actually was pretty impressed because if you think about it i didn't run for three months and yeah. was able to stay pretty close to the average right right absolutely um yeah so i continued through this month of doing just twice a week uh nothing too crazy but just twice a week and um i did a run my last run in march was 328 and my average pace was 10 minutes and 8 seconds. Holy! I, I don't gosh, think I have ever no. done that well. And because normally, so normally my running pace, my actual running pace is around, is between a 10 minute and a 10 and a half minute mile. But okay. then of course, when you average in a little bit of walking, that's right. where it gets extended to the longer ones, you know? Right. And usually if I'm out of shape, it's more around my average for the three miles ends up being like 11 or 11 and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was um, going to say, I think mine was like 14 minutes or something. No, I, I don't do know. It. it was horrible. No, I think it was 12. I think we were around 12 when we were. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's yeah. probably more. True, yeah. But yeah. But anyway, uh, so I was super impressed that my, by the end, my pace, my average pace was like as fast as my normal, just regular running pace, which means I was actually running faster. Yeah. Um, so I was impressed with that. I had wrote my notes here and I was done. Well, 
I ran today because I'm going to try to keep, I've, I've been really impressed. I've been trying to keep up with the twice um, a week thing. And yeah. so I ran today as my second one. Now today I did only run two miles instead of three just because I did it at lunch. So it's in a little bit of a time crunch. Yeah. But um, so two miles, my average was nine minutes and 41 seconds average pace. <laughs> Holy crap. I know. I, I have in um, improved. An entire minute per that is mile. insane. That, that is, is amazing. Insane. I am I very, have... I am, I am pleasantly surprised and and excited for you. That's pretty yes. incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I have never even like I've never. That's average. That means I was running faster because. So today I ran a mile and a half, which is already good. So I ran a mile and a half without stopping. Usually I have to stop around the mile mark when I'm in good right. shape. Um, I ran a mile and a half without stopping and then walked for just a few minutes and then ran the rest of the way. So I had one walk break uh, right around the middle. and But that means I was running faster. I was running like a nine and a half minute mile. Right. What? <laughs> I have been running for, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years at this point. Yeah, and yeah. I've, I've never done this well. <laughs> this blows my mind. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, everyone says that, uh, and I don't know if it's just because I've been doing two cardio or if it has to do with the bike, but everyone says that doing bike trainings, like apparently there's a lot of people that do half marathons or marathons and they end up training on a bike for the whole winter and then just like getting out and running, uh, when it comes time closer to time and they are in just as good shape, if not better by doing just bike workouts. That's really interesting. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I mean, it's really hard. Bi- yeah. Bike workouts are really hard. And um, maybe, I don't know. But yeah. Um, so also, on top of the average pace improvement, I had one other improvement. And um, I talked about this, I think, a couple episodes ago, where my heart rate, when it gets around 175, that's when I always have to walk and I need to, um, like, because I can't breathe you know, like right, it, that's right. when my cardio runs out. Um, so around 175 and I, once I hit 175, I always end up getting right back up there. So I, I tend to recover quickly. So if I'm running, my heart rate's 175, I'll walk and I'll almost immediately like drop to like 150 something. Like my heart right. rate recovers really quickly. Yeah. But then as soon as I start running, it goes up quickly. Well, also what I noticed during this is that my heart rate when it would get, it was a lot slower rising. And then once it got around 170, it would actually hold. Oh, and wow. I could, I could run at 170 for a while before I hit 175 and needed to walk. Yeah. So it also improved my, not only was I running faster, but I'm able to, well, I guess my heart has more endurance. Right. Know, yeah. Yeah. Rate. Yeah. So, yeah, I have, uh, yeah. I am totally is- impressed, blown away, super excited. Well, I would call that a success. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I will also say, so um, I'm also a little, I'm, I'm a little uh, shy to admit this because I don't, okay, well, first of all, let me preface this by saying, obviously you're going to see me in uh, two days. So don't expect, I look the same, Devin. So don't expect <laughs> any big change, right? But... <laughs> 
Um, I so throughout the month of March, doing this extra cardio, um, I went up and down a little bit and wait because obviously we were at the beach. We weren't eating as good, and then we came back, and I was kind of eating better. And I think at the end of the month, after some up and downs, I ended up losing point six. So you know, yeah, point six, no big deal. Um, but and I haven't done measurements in a while, but. In general, I would say this year, I'm probably down like five pounds, five or six pounds. So not not a lot. But I just randomly took my measurements just around my waist. And I had lost an inch and a half around the smallest part of my stomach and an inch around the bigger part. You know, like you had the curves. Yeah. So the bigger part of my stomach, I've lost an inch. And the smaller part, I've lost like an inch and a half. Wow. Of Yeah. I'm like... What? Svelte. You're svelte. <laughs> oh, so svelte. So svelte. <laughs> you're going to see me on Sunday, and you're just going to be like, wow, where, where's Stacy? She's I can turn sideways, and I can't see her. <laughs> no, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to say, oh, Stacy looks exactly the same. So I don't, will not do that. No. <laughs> don't. I'm actually going to make I'm gonna make a really big deal out of it. No! I'm like, oh, my God, Stacy, you look amazing. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I will be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> see this is i didn't want to say anything because now i'm nervous no no don't be no no i you are i'm just very impressed by all this pro- progress that's very thanks. cool thanks very very cool um so that's all i have to say about that's March. that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's really good i'm very pleased this is probably one of my f- most successful challenges i would say very good i yeah, yeah. no i'm I bow to you and your your uh, your endurance and your ability to actually get shit done. <laughs> well, I will say I was already in the practice of doing cardio once a week, and so you know, adding a second day really wasn't that hard. But right. it sure made a huge difference. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's amazing. Well, that's cool. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So. What about your March? Well, my uh, my goal for March was, or my promise, because remember, mm-hmm. mine's all about promises. I promised right. to move my body in new and fun ways. Mm-hmm. And I did. Um, but I did kind of fall off towards the end. So I'm going to oh, start. No. Well, I'll start with the bad stuff and then I'll go backwards. <laughs> okay, sure. I like um, End on the good. That's right. I want to end on a positive note. Uh, so the last week, the last, these last two weeks, um, so the last full week of March and then the last half a week of March, um, I just like lost all of my steam, uh, and, and, and kind of got back into hot mess territory a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because I just had a lot going on at work. Um, and you know, there's, there's still so much going on in the world and uh i got my shot and that threw me off a little bit because it made me kind of tired uh it didn't really make me feel that bad i think mostly i was using it as an excuse but um (laughs) hey at least you're honest with yourself (laughs) right um but you know i was just like it's just a, a a lot of little things that kind of built up and made me just want to basically lay down in bed and not do anything else. Um, yeah. My kids are also not sleeping really great right now. They're mm-hmm. doing um, tag teaming, staying up all night, which is very uh-huh. irritating. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's just, a, there's just a lot. 
<laughs> you tweaked your back too, didn't you? Yes, I, yes. I also hurt myself. Yeah, that yeah. was um, not while working out, but at, at you were like carrying some stuff and you tweaked your back. Right. What was going on? I can't even remember you were now. At the lake house, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. So it was when I came back from um, from the lake house. I uh, was carrying a whole bunch of things up a flight of stairs, yeah. and um, yeah, and I hurt myself, and then I was like had to kind of take it easy for a couple of days. You know, I did exercise after that. So that can't be my excuse for the rest of the time. <laughs> well, no, but I, yeah. Okay. I thought it was just like that kind of was a little bit of the gap. Yeah. I no, that I, I, I recovered from that. But then it was just like the week after that I taught a class and I was really busy and I was just, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was just a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, but prior, so March 20th was the last day that I like did a real honest workout, um, mm-hmm. which is not so bad. I wish yeah. I had managed to keep it up past that point. But um, mm-hmm. like I said, I just kind of, I kind of lost my groove. I got to get my groove back. Um, yeah. But prior to that, I actually did a really good job of exercising uh, I was gonna try to exercise 30 minutes a day very quickly mm-hmm. realized that was not gonna be a feasible thing um, and so I decided to do the never miss twice thing so yeah. I basically exercised every other day um, mm-hmm. and that worked out just fine and I was like well this is actually you know a uh, a, a, a type of routine I could probably you know, actually do like that. Right. Yes. Sustainable. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, (laughs) This is a sustainable routine. Um, And so, but the thing that I discovered that I pretty much just stuck with was rowing. Um, We have a, (laughs) say what? I said that. I think that's crazy. Like I never would have guessed. I know. I know. I, I used to make, when Thomas bought them, the rowing machine, I made fun of him. I was like, this is a stupid thing. Who in the world would want to just sit there and row for, you know, however long? This is dumb. No, you're never going to use it. I'm never going to use it. This is not a good investment. And to be fair, we have had the rowing machine for like seven years now. And (laughs) neither one of us has never really used it for any more than like one or two times. Um, So, but... There was a rowing thing on Apple Fitness, and we had talked about it when we were reviewing Apple Fitness a few weeks ago, months ago, whenever that was, um, that, you know, I would like to try that, and it just wasn't set up because they were redoing the downstairs. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, no, I want to try this now that I can, and I just loved it. I don't know if it was the Josh, the coach, the rower coach. It makes Um, a difference, yeah. You know, if it was just him, um, or if it was, or just the exercise itself. But I really, it felt like I was exercising all of my body Mm -hmm. um, very efficiently. um, And I got my heart rate way up. So, I mean, it was truly like a cardio experience because my Mm -hmm. heart rate would get up to like 175 too. Yeah. and uh yeah rowing is cardio absolutely yeah yeah and so it was like but it was also like a my arms are getting a workout my core is getting a workout like my legs are getting a workout like everything is also so i was like you know (laughs) i don't have a lot of time doing all of this in 30 minutes is awesome um absolutely and uh and i don't know i just really enjoyed the workouts that were in apple fitness for that um Mm -hmm. 
Josh does a lot with imagery. Um, and the ah. way and the way that it works too. So you like you imagine you're actually rowing. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then there's like another time when you're like, who are you going to give your energy to? Who do you get energy from in your life? And it was just, he just has a lot of, I guess he's more, he's kind of got like a new agey kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Which I identify with, I suppose. But um, so I just really liked his sort of, just his approach to to exercise. It made me feel um, like, I don't know, like finally there was a coach that was kind of speaking my language. So maybe that was yeah. it. Um, yeah, instead of, crush your components, or, right. you're going to win the race. You're like, I don't care. I think that actually but, might be it. You know, now that you mention it, because the whole thing that he, because he actually like rose like in a boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he always brought it back to that. And he would always be like, you know, that the, you got to stay in the rhythm. You've got to, you got to be there for your team. And so mm-hmm. it was no longer, that's exactly it. Now <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head. Because yep. it wasn't like competing against anybody else. It was, he's always like, you know, make sure that you're being strong for your team. You can pull, you can help your teammates. Yeah. And that's what, that's actually what did People it. People are relying saying. on you. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. That's funny. I didn't even think about that, but that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Um, yeah. So it, so it clicked with me. Um, the other thing uh-huh. is that I liked the way that the, that the intensity of the workouts uh, is, is laid out. You, yeah will you know do you'll build up your endurance so you'll you know row kind of easy and then medium Mm -hmm. for a while and then you go through and i don't know if this is the same that they do in uh when you're doing the um the bike but you'll Mm -hmm. have like you know an intense period where you go at hard for like two minutes or you do an all out just you know as fast as you can as hard as you can for like 30 seconds or, mm-hmm. you know, 60 seconds. And so you'll have like a couple of those and then you'll go easy and then you'll build again and then you'll do that hard thing. And so you've got like that cadence of doing that over and over again. And yeah. I really like that. I guess it's kind of similar to like when we were running <laughs> and I would run and then walk and then run and yeah. then walk. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I just, I, I liked it was easier for me to like really try really hard for 30 seconds, knowing that like at the end of that 30 seconds, I could like take a break. <laughs> yeah. The break was actually around the corner because you saw the timer. Right. Exactly. Like, the break was actually coming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think I might, if, um, if, if I can fit it in my, or if we can find a way to coordinate it, I might use your rower while I'm there. I'd like to try it out. Yeah, Absolutely. Stuff. you are welcome to because i really enjoy it um and so i did that like that was my exercise that i pretty much did all week all, all month long <laughs> i was supposed to be trying like all these different new fun things and i was just like i'm i'm taco's good out here man I like, yeah that's right <laughs> i like i like doing this rowing thing um so that's pretty much all i did but it was a very new thing to me and um you know, and it made me start wondering because a lot of people, when I started talking about doing it online, people re- responded and were like, you know, you really ought to like go out into the water and row. Um, yeah. And of course, you know how I feel about water. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, ah, no, I don't think so. But then I was like, well, maybe if I could like face my fear and yeah. row, you know, not whitewater rafting, but like. No. No, yeah. You know, rowing is a lot calmer than whitewater rafting. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like rowing on some still water 
with a life jacket on, uh, like maybe that would be okay if I could like, you know, because I wouldn't be going too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be using my body to do it and I'd be able to like row on the water and see pretty things. So mm-hmm. like maybe I should try that. So um, I guess, you know, as a uh, as a follow up from this sometime as the weather gets better um, and I have an opportunity once I am vaccinated and can start doing things again. I yeah. may I may try to uh, to do a to do a row in in the world somewhere. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah. So it was really nice. So even though I didn't, even though I fell apart at the end, and even mm-hmm. though um, I didn't really try a whole lot of new things, um, I still felt like it was a success because I found something that I really liked that I could do every a couple of you know every other day. Yeah, and absolutely. I also created a pretty solid routine uh, that I stuck to for you know three weeks. So yeah. you know that's that's not nothing, especially for me. Right. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would say that's probably the most consistently you have worked out. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, so I'm definitely gonna uh, like I was actually just here thinking that tomorrow I'm either gonna get on the rower at some point or. If the weather is good enough, I may, because the other thing I want to do, which I haven't had a chance to do yet, is take Kess running on a greenway because Mm -hmm. she is very fast um, and she (laughs) likes to run. And so I think like she loves to run races around the yard and it's Mm -hmm. really hard for me to run races in our yard because our yard is full of hills. Um, And so, but if we could like go somewhere and I could like teach her how to pace herself and, you know, like... Mm -hmm. We we probably would both run at about the same pace, honestly, and speed yeah. because she's faster and better and in, in much better shape, and I'm, you know, got longer legs. So we probably yeah, we probably uh-huh. even out to be about the same. Um, yeah. and you know, I know enough about running from when we trained to like mm-hmm. actually help her, you know, train, and yeah. so that could be like you know a sport that she could do. Um, mm-hmm. and they do have a running. Like when the school that she's at, it's a private school, but the middle school actually has like a track club. So, oh, nice. You know, it it could actually be preparing her for eventually doing part of this extracurricular activity. Um, So, I don't know. Anyway, I, uh, and also I read um, the Murakami book about uh, racing. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of like, I kind of want to try to run. And we're going to run when you come into town. So, yes, I'm excited about that. Kick it off. Kick off your (laughs) my new running uh, thing. But no half marathons. I'm not going to do any half marathons. I don't think so. I might do a 5K. I might do a 10K if I get really, really uh, brave. But that's what I would like to do. Another 10K. Another 10K. Half marathon. I'm kind of mixed on. But I kind of feel like a 10K is the perfect race to kind of push yourself enough right um, that yeah it's hard enough that you have to push yourself but not so bad that you're like recovering for a week afterwards exactly exactly yeah yeah um yeah i think i could i could do a 10k um without killing myself yeah yeah (laughs) so um but yeah so i'm excited i feel like i've got i feel like i have enough now where i have a good foundation to start on a good fitness 
plan from an exercise standpoint, which was the, the you know, honestly, the goal of promising that to myself. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I'd, I'd say it's mostly a success. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because the goal, your promise was just to move yourself. Yes, it wasn't right. to... You didn't say, I promise to exercise every day. Right. Right. Yes. Exactly. So. Perfect. Well, good job. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this thing is not working very well anymore. My bell is getting old. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kids throw it around, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so what about April? Okay. So, April. <clears throat> My focus for April is going to be waking up early and okay <laughs> um, well and i say <laughs> i say waking up early with the little asterisk that it's stacy so waking up early is normal for everyone else like normal times like stacy's <laughs> early is normal for everyone else right um so i have two reasons one um when we were at the beach so we it was eastern time zone but we live in central time zone so we were actually able to work nine to six instead of eight to five. Right, um, right. You know, and, but I continued to get up just because my body was used to it. I continued to get up at 7.30. And so every morning I had this hour and a half to myself to either like, you know, just make breakfast and kind of sit and drink my coffee and kind of talk to James and like, yeah, I just had this hour and a half to myself and before I had to start work. And normally... I get up at 7.30, I hit snooze <laughs> once or twice, um, and then I end up, like, grabbing a bowl of cereal and running downstairs and logging on at, like, 8.02, you know? Yeah, so it's that's, like, that's, yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> yeah. So um, I really enjoyed having that little quiet time or that extra time in the morning, and so that's part of it. And then the other part is, uh, Unfortunately, I think we're getting close to the time where I'm going to have to go back into the office. Um, oh, no. Are you guys, is your office doing the same thing as my office is doing? Which is like, hey, everybody, starting in June, everybody's coming home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know exactly when. I don't think ours is going to be as late as June. I think mine will probably be late April-ish, I'm guessing. Um, or maybe, um, yeah, maybe April may maybe early may but yeah it's it's coming really soon so um and when i actually go into the office i have to get up at 6 30 because um you know by the time i get ready get dressed and then drive to work yes and, you know and all that kind of stuff so um anyway so my plan is to kind of phase or work myself up to 6 30 week over week um but the funny thing is, so I have it laid out into a four-week plan. Um, in week <laughs> one, I'm actually just going to wake up at 7.30 Central Time, which will be 8.30 Eastern Time. Because <laughs> that's what time I wake up now. But hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, remember, I'm on vacation. and that, that's, that's true. This week, yeah. So coming up this, this next week, I'll be on vacation. So, you know, if this was normal times, I would probably sleep until... 9.30 is probably right. my preferred sleep two time. So if on normal vacation, I would mess up my sleep schedule and start sleeping later. So I kind of see it, although I'm waking up at the same time, I'm actually maintaining where I would normally backslide. Okay, so that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So then week two, I'll wake up at 7. Week three, I'll wake up at 6.45, maybe 6.30 if I'm feeling ambitious. Um, 
And then the last week, I will wake up at 6.30 or 6. Because theoretically, when I have to start going back to the office and I have to wake up at 6.30, I won't, I'll lose my extra time that I want. Right, right, yes. And so ideally, if I can get up at 6, ultimately, if I can get up at 6, that'll give me 30 minutes before I really have to start getting ready to go into work in yeah. the office. So, um, yeah. yeah. I'm that's- trying to work up... T- to 6.30, but 6 is ideal. But 6 is my bottom. Oof. Yeah. 6.30. I hear you on this so hard because right now, Kai is going to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And when um, daylight savings time happened, um, mm-hmm. we, because it's, you know, work from home, we had been all getting up at like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Well, yeah. I don't, but the kids get me up. So then I get up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the kids never really reset because <laughs> there's nothing, there's no reason for them to get right. up any earlier, you know. So yeah. uh, now they get up at like, you know, 7 8 o'clock. Oh. Um, which is fine, except that um, Kai now needs to be at school on oh, Tuesdays no. and Thursdays at like, um, you know, <laughs> really no later than 8.30 would be ideal. Yeah. That's kind of when things start. Um, yeah. And so we've been late like every single day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Well, part of it was obviously just because I'm very, I'm having a hard time getting adjusted. Um, yeah. To the new, to the new, uh, to the new world. Uh, but the other thing is, of course, the last, this week, they were, you know, being sleep terrorists and keeping me up all mm-hmm. night. So, and it was always the night before school. And so I would oh. finally get to sleep at like 5.30 and my alarm was going off at 6. It was like, uh, oh my gosh. No, I would murder those kids. I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be late. Like, screw it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was um, that was not fun. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I think that's a really great plan because I think I should probably do something similar to that. Uh, <laughs> because... Uh, it's, you know, it's going to happen. I don't know when they're going to, uh, when I will actually have to go back to the office, but people will start going back in June. So I'm guessing sometime after that. Um, I don't even, and nobody knows what it looks like yet. Like, you know, do we there Mm -hmm. full time? Are we there a couple times a week? You know, nobody knows for sure. Um, but, but either way, there's going to be, the kids are going back to school. So I'm going to have to get up and take them to school. (laughs) Yeah, so. yeah. And also, I um, I meant to look this up before this episode, and I didn't. So I'll have to, maybe, I'll try to maybe look it up, and sometime during this month, I'll bring it up. But um, I think there's a variance that you can do that without messing up your sleep cycle. So if, like, you're normal, if you're used to getting up, well, okay, if you're trying to train yourself to get up to at 6.30, let's just say. Mm-hmm. and But on the weekends, obviously, you want to sleep in a little, but you don't want to just wreck your sleep schedule. I can't remember if it was 30 minutes or an hour, but you're supposed to be able to um, vary it just slightly and not screw up your whole cycle. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to look that up because, yeah, I mean, obviously on the weekend, you want to kind of sleep in a little without backsliding completely, you know? Right. Yeah. No, for sure. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you know how it goes if it works and maybe you can do the same thing in May or something <laughs> since you'll be trying to get ready, but... Um, because when would the kids go back? I know Kai's going now, but um, yeah, uh, would there be summer school? Or yeah, June. Okay, the 
the second week of June, I think, is when it starts. Ah, so, okay. So yeah, it's it's go time. Yeah, and June May would be go time. June seventh is uh, not that I'm counting down or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> When does your homeschool in? I know I'm getting off topic. Sorry. Uh, That's a good when, question. When I'm probably your... going to look that up. <laughs> yeah. So, no. Because you probably get a little bit of a break before she goes to summer school. Yeah, we will. It's like a it's like a two or three week break. Um, mm-hmm. I've been following the calendar of the school of their school to try to keep it as well, except for today's Good Friday, and I totally made them do school anyway. I didn't let them know <laughs> they were supposed to have a day off because like some days. <laughs> crap just happens and things explode and like yeah i would like i like to have a couple of days kind of you know so that they're not going to be snow days but they're like mommy's mental breakdown days um so that we could just like not have school a day and that would be okay um yeah because you know sometimes sometimes mommy just needs to not teach school um that's right (laughs) so if I feel like I could, I can do it, then I feel like I should do it. Uh, yeah. So we did today. Um, but anyway, but I, yeah, I need to look up cause I forget when they're, when they're done for the year, but it's like the second week of May, second or third week of May, I think. Okay. So you'll have like a month. Yeah. Well, okay. like two or three weeks, I think before. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but, um, yeah, so we'll see. You let me know how that goes, and maybe I'll implement that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> prepared. Yeah. Will do. Um, so what's your promise for April? Well, I am so glad you asked me that. <laughs> now it's like I knew. Say what? I say it's like I knew. It's you like know, you that's knew. That's what you wanted to talk about. It is. It's so true. Uh, whenever we made these promises, we were talking. Well, whenever I made my promises. Um, and we were talking about our goals for the year. One of the things that we did kind of towards, I guess it was towards the end of 2020 was the values. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where we looked at our values. And one of the things that, one of the values that um, I kind of discovered about myself was the fact that I really care about the environment. I really care about like uh, saving the planet and wanting to like, you know, protect the environment and stuff like that. And, um, and I don't do any, like I do nothing really, Mm -hmm. um, to help with that. And so I was figuring out which things I wanted to focus on for the year. And, uh, so my April promise is related to that is, um, I promise to explore ecology with my children and work together to do something good for the environment. So yay! it's a very like specific, specific yes, promise. that is very specific. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the, I guess the good thing about it is that it is kind of tied into my homeschool unit for, okay. for the month because, mm-hmm. um, I figured it's, you know, it's April, we have Earth Day coming up. It's also spring, yep. you know, so there's lots mm-hmm. of time to get outside and see green things growing and stuff like that. Um, and so uh, I thought that what I would do to start tackling this, since I have to do it anyway, uh, was to actually integrate it into an, a homeschool lesson. Um, and yeah. so I guess I'll get my my little lesson plan up here because I already thought through <laughs> what I was gonna do for um, for my for my homeschool, uh, which is all about ecology. Now. Um, 
One of the things that is really interesting whenever you're talking about children and the environment and like protecting the earth and stuff is that you've mm-hmm. got to be really, and I didn't think about this. Um, I um, recently, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, I attended a virtual conference for homeschooling, uh, Montessori mm-hmm. homeschooling. And um, when I did that, one of the one of the seminars I went to was by this lady named Kelly Johnson uh, of wingswormsandwonder.com. I'll put that in show notes as well. <laughs> okay. Um, Wings, worms, and wonder. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and she's really cool. So she's, you know, a Montessori teacher who's very into basically making nature and ecology part of your, like, daily life, you know, when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're teaching your kids. Um, and so she talked about kind of why it was important, you know, to, to be aware of nature and be aware of ecology. And one of the things that she talked about in this, in this seminar, which I hadn't thought about, was that it's really important for, for the younger ages, the ages that my kids are right now, to help them, help instill in them an appreciation and a wonder of the natural world first before you start going into, we need to save the planet, you know? Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. And I was like, I was ready to just like jump straight into, you know, we need to save the planet. Um, Right. But apparently if, uh, because of where kids are developmentally at that age, if Mm -hmm. you start with like these negative associations with, um, with the environment, then they'll start to, to have like a bad feeling. Like if they're if they start thinking about the environment, it's not going to be like, oh wow, I love this thing. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. It's like either fear that everything's going to fall apart, or you know, or just like annoyance or obligation that I have to do this thing. Like it's no yeah. longer a you're not instilling a love or a passion. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that, but that's really true. So. Looking at it from that point of view, my plan is to kind of start the month by instilling that sense of wonder and love. And and really, I mean, that's going to be the focus anyway um, mm-hmm. for the kids. But just like making sure that we spend a lot of time um, going out in nature and looking at nature. And it's kind of easy for us since <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we like live out in nature. Um, but the way that I've kind of put this together for the month is that we're going to start off, and this is actually a homeschool unit that, um, that this lady created and made available as part of this Mm -hmm. seminar, uh, which is on Beatrix Potter and nature writing. And so you basically learn about Beatrix Potter. You read the, you know, Beatrix Potter books, Peter Rabbit and all of that. And kids, oh, okay. kids love those books. Um, mm-hmm. But you talk about how Beatrix Potter got so much of her inspiration from nature. And you look at mm-hmm. her journals and you look at the, at the art that she did. And then you're teaching your kids to, um, to go out, to observe, to experience, and also to start journaling. Okay. based on the things that they that they see and experience and so it does a couple of things number one it it helps to instill this you know observation and reflection in nature um mm-hmm. but it also helps with like writing skills and you know cr- journaling and you know 
I'm going to write about what is happening around me, which is, yeah. or draw what's happening around me. And so that's going to be really good. So that's what we're going to do like the first week. Um, the second week, kind of going off of that, we're going to use a lot of the same skills to just discover things in in nature and about uh, our earth. I got them a a nature kit, which is like, you can go and capture bugs and look at them under magnifying glasses and like a little guidebook for, you know, bug exploration and stuff like that. Cause I figured that yeah. would, they're always liking to catch bugs and put them in things. So <laughs> it's like, that sounds good. Um, yeah. and, uh, there's also some, you know, like basic botany, just looking at plants and, um, everything will be budding. So it'll be a lot of spending a lot of time outside, exploring and savoring and learning about um about nature and how it works water cycle you know like the interconnectedness of everything stuff like that Mm -hmm. um then we'll start looking on week three it's very specifically about earth day um and so i probably won't go into like full-on ecological justice um (laughs) yet uh even though i do have a couple of books that i picked out um to read like (laughs) we are water protectors which is all about um trying to stop the um the pipeline from basically Uh. ruining the water uh on the native lands and uh like you know so there's some stuff that has kind of touch on that a little bit um but it it doesn't go completely all the way there so and you're gonna have them watch captain planet (laughs) oh my god yes Absolutely. <laughs> required read or required watching. <laughs> what was it? Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna yeah. take some pollution down to zero. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> that may or may not have been a a uh, very inspirational force in my growing up time, so we may we may have to watch some some uh, yep. some Captain Planet. That would be awesome. I think so. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Earth Day. We'll probably have some projects then that will be related to like more hands-on types of things. Um, yeah. I did not get a composting kit, even though I thought about it, and I still may end up before then. I'm kind of waffling on it because like, I know composting is a very good thing to do. We would obviously have mm-hmm. lots of places to use composting. Um, yeah. But it just seems so hard. <laughs> It is. So, yeah. Okay. I also thought that composting was just throw a bunch of stuff in a on a pile and it, like, bam, you got composting. That's not it No, you have to turn it. You got to get special worms. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, you have to protect it from the mm-hmm. animals, which obviously if you have, usually there's some kind of barrel, like you said, and, and it you throw stuff in there and then it turns or you right. have a handle on it where you can turn it. But... Yeah, you can't just throw stuff in your yard and then, because animals would come eat it at night. Right. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, you have to disrupt it, um, which that was something I watched a a recycling thing. I guess it's been like a month ago from our local library here. They had a free seminar thing. And that was one of the things that, like all this stuff that you get, like plates and forks and cutlery and stuff that says it's biodegradable. Well, it actually doesn't work unless it's in a specific biodegradable area. Mm-hmm. So just because you get something that's biodegradable and then you throw it in the trash, it will not bio... What? Degrade? Bio, degrade. Yes. <laughs> biodegrade. 
uh, on its own. It has to be oh. in a specific environment. They actually found, um, like, the presentation. She had this study. They were doing a study about this kind of stuff, and uh, they found a grape that had not decomposed at all. It was buried under Whoa. a whole bunch of trash. Yeah, and they dug down and got a sample out of this big trash heap. And when they pulled it out, there was a grape. So it didn't even dry or shrivel or into a raisin. It was a grape that had not decomposed because it was so compacted at the bottom of this trash pit. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, there's way more science to it than I think we realize. I don't think the... the uh, the industry has done a good job of informing people exactly what goes into this kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, it is a lot. And so we might do something with that. I don't know. It's really interesting because it came up just as we were driving home today, um, from picking up stuff at the church, uh, Kess was looking outside and she was commenting on litter. Cause of course people throw things on the side of the road. And she was like, Whenever Papa feels better because he he damaged his eye, it's a long story. I oh. tell you offline, but um, yeah. he's uh, he's kind of in recovery at the moment. And yeah. so Kes was like, "When da- Papa's feeling better, I'm going to help him clean up all this trash, and then we're going to make mm-hmm. a sign that says no littering." And I was like, "No." So that could be a thing. Like we could integrate yeah. that as part of this lesson. Like you know, we're going to go t- pick up the trash to the pond, and then mm-hmm. we're going to put up a sign that says no littering and. Um, that could be a, that could be a really cool thing, you know, for her to do, which would be one way that she could help take care of the earth. So, um, and that's going to be the fourth week. We'll be take care of our earth and it'll be like learning the stuff that we learned on earth day, talking more a little bit about like endangered animals and, um, you know, recycling. And I I also put the Lorax in there because I feel like that's always a good book to talk about (laughs) whenever you're getting into, um you know, ecology with young children. Um, yes. So, yes, I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be an, a fun exploration for for all of us. And mm-hmm. we may end up, I don't know what our big project is going to be yet because I really want the kids to, to sort of drive that a bit, uh, yeah. see what they're interested in doing, and then um, kind of, you know, figuring that out. Like, do they want to, because right now we recycle cans, but we don't recycle or paper and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. do they want to go all the way to Bright to recycle things and take it to the dump and put it in the right bins? Um, yeah. Do they want to, uh, you know, pick up the litter? Do they want to do composting? So I'm I'm going to kind of leave it up to them on what mm-hmm. we end up deciding to do um, yeah. as a family and hope that they don't do something crazy like, you know, we want to wear completely organic clothes that are <laughs> sustainably made uh, all the time because that yeah I would love I to like, do well, that I would so love learn to do how that so kid <laughs> it's even it's more complicated even than that because then you have to make sure that the yeah. that the uh, um, fabric that you get is actually made from a sustainable in a sustainable way from a sustainable community it's just like it there's a ugh. anyway. Yeah, I um, and we're we're way yeah. I know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what happened? Um, but real quick, uh, speaking of fashion, just the whole um, I this has been probably over a year now when I listened to this, but it was about the whole fast fashion industry. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe we could try to find that and do that as a future topic. But basically, like all these you know cute little mainstream storms that stores that have 
clothes for every holiday yeah like that is really bad on the environment and not just from the crap but like just think of trying to produce and turn that over in right. the rush of it. They're also endangering their employees. Like I think there was a warehouse that collapsed because they were just they didn't have time to take a break and and repair it and all this kind of stuff. And um, yeah, it's just a really bad. But then also like the labels on the clothes are not clear because like yes. it, your clothes can say made in the USA, but that that only means that one piece of it. Right. Oh, we sewed a button on when they got over here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. So, yeah, maybe we could do as part of your whole um, ecology thing. Maybe oh, we yeah. Could do a episode on fast fashion. If we I would be on that episode. I'd be all about that. I'm sure that that. I'm sure that won't be hard to find information on. So, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, um, okay. Maybe there'll be another thing is that we'll do a couple of weekly buddy times uh, that yeah. are along with the same topic because I am yeah. excited. I think it's going to be really good. I think that the kids will like it um, because they are, well, Cass is more of an outdoorsy person than Kai, but they both yeah. do enjoy being outdoors. Um, so I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. And I think we'll learn a lot and... Hopefully, we'll get to make the world a little bit better in the process. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That so, sounds great. Yay. Here I am just waking up early, and you're saving the world. <laughs> Way to go, Tevin. Making me feel bad. <laughs> uh, well, you know, like, <laughs> this last time I exercised, like, six times an entire month. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. I guess you win some, you lose some, and it's my turn to lose. <laughs> Well, I know we're way over time, so I don't think I'm going to get a chance to yeah. get to um, to Jill's awesome thoughts and reflections and uh, suggestions and whatever. So we will make time at the beginning of our next yes. episode to address your email, Jill. And thank you so yes. much for writing to us. And I apologize. Yay. It took me so long to, to notice <laughs> that you wrote me. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That's going to be the motto for 2021. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you too, Devin. And I will see you in yes. like two days. Yeah, like Less 48. Than 48 hours. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. I can't ring my bell. Oh, yeah, I know. That's it. That happens to the best of exactly. us. Exactly. Performance anxiety. That's <laughs> <laughs> all of us sometimes. All right. I'll talk at you next go. week. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho